<laughs> I just want to see my joke. I'm ready for it. Lay it on us. Why do ducks have feathers? Why, Steve? To cover their butt quacks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good joke right there. Hey, this is the Working From Home podcast, where we talk about the things that really matter. Daytime TV and my grandma's porcelain clown collection. How's everybody doing today? Doing good, doing good. This is Amanda here. Thank you, Nick, for starting us off. Uh, How are you doing today, Summer? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Stephen? I want to hear more about this porcelain clown collection. Uh, Sounds kind of spooky. Well, yeah, it's one of those classic grandma spooky houses. Uh, You go in there and scattered about are porcelain dolls. Uh, and this particular house has uh, porcelain clowns. Mm. You, when you're around them for a while, you get used to it, but it, it can be quite shocking. Are they haunted clowns? No, well, not to my knowledge. Maybe. Our, our special guest last week, Danny, you know, when you walk right into his uh, mother's house, there's like this, uh, what do you call it? I guess a secretary full of these clowns, man. And it's like exploding out of the, the glass window, you know? There's like a ball of just clowns. Did you like, say secretary? All, it's like a secretary, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's like a... What do you call it? A bureau? I don't know. It's one of those old lady things. Like a hutch? Well, ladies have... It's a <laughs> yeah, hutch. It's a like hutch. A hutch okay. But it's like, it's in the corner. It's like one of those skin it's, tall it's corner ones. <laughs> it's got the glass windows. You can see all the little knickknacks. I do like calling it a secretary. I do like that yeah. as well. You know what? My grandmother called it that. I and think she's it's n- She's that. 94 years old, so I think that makes a little My sense. My parents call it that too. A secretary? Okay, yeah, that's a word a for it. Wow, okay, yeah. I like that. I've been calling it a hutch, or maybe a hutch and a secretary are a completely different thing, but... Yeah, a secretary is like a hutch, I think, like, almost cut in half. It's, like, skinnier and longer. Hmm. Maybe not longer, but it's, like... It, it's like an it executive take, hutch. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, but these porcelain clowns, I mean, they're, they pop up in your life. Pop, porcelain dolls of all sizes, you, uh, you, every once in a while you go into one of those homes. And uh, yeah. how do you react to that, you know? Well, my parents had one when I was a kid, and I was so terrified of this one specific one, and it had, like, a three... You know those hats that clowns wear with, like, the three... It had three heads? No, no, the three... Oh, like a um, gesture hat. Yeah, and it had, like, the little jingle bells on the ends of each one. Uh-huh. Mm, and I was so scared, I threw it in the backyard, and my mom found it when she was mowing the lawn. <laughs> See, I think you were setting yourself up for failure there. The scariest thing I can imagine is burying that sucker in the backyard and then seeing it just reappear in the house. Oh yeah, after that's a good exactly rain. what happened. And my mom sat me down and said, "Look, why was this back there?" Because she knew I was terrified of it. Yeah, moms are my, scary. My yeah. grandma also had those. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, and I think it's kind of a country thing. But she would have these dolls that were like toddler-sized dolls. They're dressed in like little jeans and shirts and everything, and they look like they're hiding against a wall, like you know, almost if you were just trying to hide in a corner, like with your hands around your head and kind of just you lean it against things. And she would have like I think she had probably at least two of them throughout the house. It looked like just a little boy hiding in the corner. That was creepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, yeah. Like my parents collect things like this. I mean, there was porcelain dolls that looked like they were they were made for like Little House on the Prairie, um, and the ones you're talking about, Nick. I know exactly what you're talking about because they have those little bashful faces. Little bashful faces. Yeah. 
Yeah, they were called Bashful Boys. Bashful Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my of my spa band. How do you guys know? <laughs> All right. Well, hey, today we're gonna talk about um, Trouble with Normal, a sitcom from. I'm going to say circa 96. It was actually 2000. Um, only ran Can for you... one season, 13 episodes. Um, has John Cryer in it. Yeah, yeah. we're going we're gonna to play some games today. So um, first game on the docket, uh, rejected themes for a restaurant. Um, pretty excited about this one. Um, this reminds me. This reminds me of that Portlandia uh, sketch where they walk, he walks up to the table and it's like all vegetarian foods. And they're just like, what is this? And they can't stop farting. That's, like, <laughs> like, that's kind of like the direction I think this can go. <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory how you play, but basically one of some of us are going to go to a restaurant, some of us are going to be working at that restaurant, and uh, we'll learn more about that particular eatery from there. Ooh, can Who I knows? be the dishwasher? You want to be the dishwasher? I don't see why not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to be a dishwasher. I used to be a dishwasher when I was uh, fifteen, so I want to relive my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, Steve. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I want to be I want to be the server if I can go for it. Hi, folks. Welcome to Donna's. We serve fish and jelly. Uh, can I get you guys started with some appetizers? Uh, what do you got here at Donald's? Yeah. What do you recommend? Yeah. Donna's. Donna's. Yeah, Can we have a yeah, menu? Donna's. <laughs> Donald's is down the street. We get that all the time. Yeah. They serve chicken and butter. Oh. Yeah, we, we serve fish and jelly. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you happen to serve... I've always wondered this because, you know, we live right around the corner. Always wondered. Uh, do you serve fish encased in jelly? I might get that for my entree if so. Yeah. Any sort of combinations of fish and jelly we got. So that's what's really exciting. <laughs> and uh, if you guys uh, don't mind, I want to just go over the specials. Sure, yeah, let's have sure. a quick second, and I'll let you guys get get get, get talking here while you guys uh, think about your order. Uh, so today we have a uh, tilapia served with a mint jelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be served with a side of uh, of taters, and uh, comes with the vegetable of the day. And what's that vegetable of the day? Brussels sprouts. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Honestly, that sounds good. Um, I'm seeing on your menu that you have a strict no drinks policy. Is this uh, is this true? Yeah, we've come to find that no. <sighs> come to find... We've come to find that no, and I mean absolutely no drink pairing goes well with fish and jelly. So we just we just cannot serve drinks here. You know, I've noticed that you don't have any utensils at any tables. Do we eat our, eat with our hands here? Yeah, well, at first, when we first opened the restaurant, uh, it's a good good, uh, good observation. Uh, in 1994, uh, we didn't think anyone was going to come. So we didn't put out any utensils. So we you, do eat with our hands. You can eat with your hands. Special request, we'll give you some chopsticks. I mean, it seems yeah. like people still aren't coming. This place is empty. You, you begged you, us to come in here. You guys are our first customers. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Like almost thirty years later. Wow. <laughs> yeah, do we, do How we... have you guys stayed open? Oh man. Well, we've just been watching the uh, daytime TV, and uh, you know, um, it, 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 it we it was passed down. The restaurant was passed down. It went in a different direction. Ninety four. Really, it's an old lineage of restaurants from our uncle Harold and Maud. 
Um, you know, I, I did see a sign outside and it said that we pay you to eat here. So after we eat, do you pay us money? Yeah, so actually that's, no, that's a little false information there. Um, after you pay us, we're going to invest that money in a better restaurant and then we'll give you a percentage of what that restaurant makes. Ah, okay. Yeah. And what's because the idea for this the, restaurant? I hope you've had 30 years to think about it. Yeah, that's in the books. It's in the books. We're thinking about selling fruit. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna. We win. We have all this fruit back there. It's a good start. It's a good start. Well, we have all this fruit back there for the jellies. So we're thinking we're gonna fruit. use the fruit. Did you buy the fruit in 1994? We did. It's it's aged. Oh, okay. Yeah. Assuming you guys still want to eat here, I'll give you guys some time to talk about the order, and I'll be right back. Okay. Thank okay, you. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. What are you guys gonna get? I think about getting the hush jellies. I assume Ooh. that's like a hush puppy uh, with, je- I don't know. It looks I'm, like, I'm really oh no, it sure. says right there, it's it's fried balls of Vaseline jelly. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, that sounds delightful. I mean, I'd like to try it at least. Why we'll, not? Get, we'll get one for the table. Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. And I, I think I, I'm going to, oh, go ahead. I'm going to ask for ranch. Well, they oh, don't okay. serve beverages here, Nick. Ah, uh, shit. I'm going to ask for pepper. <laughs> I think I'm going to get the shark fin with the kelp jelly. Now, are those free range sharks? We got to ask that. We got to ask that for yeah, sure. Yeah, we do have to ask. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, what can I get you started with today? Uh, just uh, wondering about are the shark fins free range? Oh, yes. Uh, actually, to be honest with you, every shark in the world is free range. No one can contain a shark. Oh, wow. I hope everyone's all right trying to contain these sharks for these shark fins. Uh, Were you thinking about putting in an appetizer or? Yeah, we're going to get the hush jellies, but do you have any recommendations? What's your favorite? Oh, for the appetizers? Yes. Or just in general? Well, all, oh, yeah. well, the, you can't go wrong with the hush jellies. Uh, I recommend a, a side of ranch with that. And um, the, the apricot <laughs> jelly balls with roe is exquisite. I highly recommend. Wow, that is fancy. I, I do notice that a lot of your food is served as balls. Um, that's quite the theme. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it just economical for us since we haven't had... Uh, we haven't had guests in 30 years so yeah i get how that would be economical keep everything stored in balls last longer that's right so that's an order of hush jellies yeah i'm gonna do the shark fin and the kelp jam oh excellent choice ma'am and did you want that uh raw or fully cooked um what do you think is better well, it depends. Do you want to be on the bathroom all night or do you want to, you know, not be? <laughs> I don't want to be in the bathroom all night. Then you want raw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll take your advice. And anything else for you guys today? I'm going to have uh, the lard bowl with pressed tuna juice uh, au jus. Bless you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, you you wouldn't happen to be serving? Um, uh, is it cilantro jelly here? 
Are you cilantro serving jelly? cilantro jelly here, sir? Because I am highly allergic to cilantro jelly. Are those, is that included on the, the appetizer bread balls you served us? Yes. Oh my God. I'm going to go into uh, anaphylactic shock. Uh, oh, oh, well, ma'am, you didn't read the fine print, obviously, at the bottom of the, 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 bread the, or the menu. Oh my God. Let's get <laughs> out of here, guys. I got to go. <laughs> good day, sir. Hope you're happy. And good day. This this is not unusual to me. You didn't even provide an EpiPen. I'm I'm surprised you guys got this far in the in the order. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. Tell us about tell everyone about us and uh, please leave a review on Yelp. <laughs> Are you guys even on Yelp? Yes, we're on Yelp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw! Welcome, y'all, to Goats Galore. So happy you could join us. Is this your first time coming to Goats Galore? Yeah, and it's his birthday. Oh, happy <laughs> birthday, sir! What What's your name, sir? My name's Johnny. It's my birthday. Oh, wow. Well, uh, we're going to have to put in a special Goat Galore surprise for you there, Johnny. Oh, so Well, happy. he is a very special boy. Wow. <laughs> I, well, I can tell that. I know a special boy when I see one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Well, uh, can I can I get you guys all started with uh, maybe an appetizer? Uh, have you had a chance to look at the menu yet? Yeah, we want the goat feet, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm, we'll start yeah, with I'm some goat, goat feet. feet. Make it two orders for the table. Excellent, no problem there. Now, did you want your goat feet fried or pickled? Oh, fried. With pickles on. Well, we should get yeah, a can mix. We do both. We should get a mix. Yeah, can we do both? Yeah, sure, sure. I feel like I'll put in one order of each for y'all. All right then. And uh, any other questions on the menu? Any allergies I should be aware of? You should be careful. Donna's down the street. They're not very helpful with allergies. <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> oh, I've heard. I've heard that about Donna's. Um, what, what What is it here that I'm reading? Uh, all of your goats were slaughtered with a chainsaw? Yes, that's true. We find that to be the most inhumane way to execute a goat. Inside of the most fear within the goat really, really improves the flavor like you would not believe. Oh, I've heard that. That's like a Western philosophy. Yes, yes. My, my hillbilly uncle, he believes in that. And so that, that's how it's all been passed down. Now, how old are, were these goats? Well, they're all ages. You know, it depends on what kind of goat you want to eat. If you want to eat the leg of the goat, then we typically recommend uh, three or four years. If you want to eat the horns of the goat, well, then that's going to be best if you just get it right out of the womb, if it's a, just a baby little tiny goat. Goat veal. Goat veal, you, you, yes. You have goat veal on here? We do have goat veal. I'm so glad you asked about that. Um, and our goat veal, uh, you see, we try to we try to abuse the animal as much as possible. <laughs> uh, we, we actually put on reruns of Roseanne just to help uh, incite the true fear and uh, terror within the goat, make it very tender. Mm. Oh, it sounds sounds delightful. Yes. Uh, were you interested in ordering the in ordering the goat veal? Now, I noticed John Goodman is your guy's mascot for the restaurant. Oh, How did that yes. come about? Well, Mr. Goodman, he is a, a wonderful man, and we all just really love him here. He is a bit of a mascot. Uh, we're waiting to see if he makes one of his famed appearances. Uh, we haven't actually had him come to the restaurant. We just all really adore him. He's a wonderful man. Does he know he's your mascot? I don't think he does. You know, we've written him a number of letters. Uh, he has yet to show up and has actually sent us a couple of cease and desist letters in return. So, you know, that's something. 
Yeah, well, there are a lot of pictures of him circa Roseanne plastered on the walls. Mm. If only he would come down here and try one of our delicious goats, then maybe he'd change his mind. But until then, well, you know, we're just going to be good old Goodman fans. Yeah, I I think that, uh, you know, you're trying to slip past us with that Roseanne. You guys watch Roseanne all the time, but you can can get that past me. That's right. You know, that's why you're the birthday boy, Johnny. You're a real clever one. (laughs) All right then, folks. Well, is uh, any other questions on the menu? Let's see. We got, uh, let's see. I I don't believe you've even ordered yet, except for the the pickled goat feet and the fried goat feet. So I'll get right on that. I'll I'll go put that order in if you want to look over the menu and come back for any questions. Look, I'm sorry. I need to uh, interject because it feels like there's an elephant in the room. You are the sister from Roseanne. Oh. You are Roseanne's sister. Oh, golly. You do is recognize that, right? me. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, this is, oh, this, I, this happens sometimes. That's why I put on that accent. Uh, <laughs> what was her name again? Uh, her I think name, it was Darlene. Yes, that's right. I did play Darlene. Uh, and uh, and your accent disappeared. So are you, is this a new role? Well, are you like studying I am, for a role? That's exactly what I'm doing. My accent, I, I put on the accent because otherwise I get interrupted all day when I'm right. trying to just No, serve. keep doing Go. it. I liked it better. Oh, okay. better, you yeah. like it when yeah, I'm in yeah, character? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll do my best. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, <laughs> this is flattering that you recognized me. Uh, I'm obviously trying to be a very method actress here. Uh I'm coming up in a movie where I'm playing a, a, a new character in Ozark. Oh, new Ozark character. New Ozark character. I'm going to be a, a restaurateur in that as well. But instead of serving goat, we're serving giraffe. Yeah, I mean, you do uh, have the look to be on Ozark. Thank you. you know? oh, well, actually, I don't know if that's a Beat compliment. down, <laughs> country weathered. Oh, well, uh, well, uh, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I suppose. Anyway, uh, anything else for you folks? Any questions? I don't want to detract hey, from I, my fame. I do. Hey, it's me, John Goodman. <gasps> <laughs> Darlene, I was supposed to be on Ozark. Why? How did you get on Ozark? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> it's real good to see you, John. Uh, you know, I like to pretend to be Thanks. a fan of yours just to help in. You know, promote the intrigue of your of you, um, but well, you know, I I I can't tell you. I mean, I did try to snatch up a role that you were going for, and what can yeah. I say? You guys were both up for the same role. You are a very uh, slender woman, and that's John Goodman. Well, well, well. I was gonna I was gonna lose a few pounds for it. Thank you, sir. I'm very famous. Please, I'm talking to Darlene here, Darlene. Did you save the goat feet for me tonight? I did. I did. Okay. We'll just we'll just hand those over to you. No problem, man. I'm just gonna go grab those. Okay. Those. Extra pickle. Don't don't give anyone else pickled ones. Okay. Okay, Mr. Goodman. We right, wanted the pickled ones. No. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're fresh hey. out of the pickled goat feet. Um, this is unbelievable. Yeah, don't don't listen to the fans. They're all a okay. bunch of rats. All right. All right, we'll talk about the Ozark thing earlier. I'm sorry I yelled. It's all right. I haven't eaten. I know that you get a little grumpy when you don't get your pickled goat feet. It's okay. Yeah, my pickled goat feet. All right, I'm going to (laughs) go. Bye. Well, what do you know it, folks? He finally did show up. Oh, my goodness. It's like a leprechaun coming into the the pub. (laughs) You ever ever have an experience like that? Yeah, all the time. Um, all right, so yeah, we'll just do what three waters and the goat feet. Uh, 
Anything else, guys? Slap on one of those goat veals on the table. You got. Do you kill it. the goat in front of us? Uh, well, we we not allowed to do that anymore. Uh, we can got I some complaints. In, can I come in the back and watch? Oh, sure, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Come on in for the viewing. Okay, and then hey, when that the birthday gets boy. here, we're really going to want to eat, so can you sing the birthday song to him now? So oh, we sure. Can just, like, oh, down? of course. Okay, okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me let me just grab something. Happy birthday to you. Here's your goat cake. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Johnny. Happy birthday to you. We always throw that in at the end. It's something special from Goats Galore. Thank oh you. Oh my god! Thank you so much. That was so so good. I uh, wow. I'm shocked. <laughs> well, I hope y'all enjoy this cake here. I'm gonna go fetch your pickled goat feet and your fried goat feet feet and your um. Then we'll let you know when. The, <laughs> then we'll let you know when the goat is ready to be slaughtered back there. Y'all enjoy. Thanks. You guys think the cake is made out of goat? I think it might be. It might be made out of goat fat. Ooh, yeah, it is kind of jello-y. Yeah. You guys going to uh, eat that? I think I see a hair. <laughs> I think I see a goat hair. It might be made out of the hooves. You know how they make uh, jello out of cow's hooves? Gelatin. Maybe this is uh, that, but yeah. goat. goat. What are you guys going to order? Um, I think I'm just going to eat the feet. Honestly, I'm not a big goat person. I came here because okay. you wanted to come here. It was your birthday, and you've been talking about it. I'm uh, This disgusts me. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's nice of you to do something for your friend for once. Yeah, the, this is the last time. This is the last okay. time. Folks, folks. There um, are so many uh, pictures so of John Goodman here. So sorry Ma'am, ma'am, I'm, talk- I'm talking with my friend. I'm so sorry, but it- you, we've had a goat disaster in the back. Um, one, some of the goats have escaped. They are causing a riot back there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goatness. <laughs> we really need y'all to evacuate immediately. Okay, it's, let's a, it's go. pandemonium. Oh. goat Oh, man, take the cake. Take the cake. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to Gaga Land, where we sell food for babies. Oh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Are sorry. Have you guys Steve, ever been is... here before? Yes, this is my favorite restaurant. Oh, great. Have you guys been here before? I've never been here. Do I need to have a baby to eat here? No, you don't. Everything is for babies, but not like only for babies. Amanda, you told me this was your favorite restaurant. I had no idea what to expect, but I'm super glad we this sounds Amanda really convenient. We see Amanda all the time. Yeah, what can I say? I'm super <laughs> we weird. We love Amanda. This seems like a good opportunity to change my diaper. If we have diaper changing tables on every table. You can just sit right on there, take off your nappy, put the new nappy on. Fresh diaper, ha ha ha. Nice, yeah, this is good. I'm going to change my nappy. How old are you? When did you get your job here? I'm this many old. Oh, that's super young. Wow. And uh, do you have, like, your certification for serving? Everyone needs a certification for serving tables, right? We all have food licenses, food handler cards. We have, um, we all know how to use dishwasher. I use bubblies. So so everything is sanitized correctly? I I don't think there would be a problem with that. I don't know. 
<laughs> I hope okay. so. All right. I noticed all the utensils are uh, little plastic spoons. Oh, wait, wait. You have a booger. Let me get that for you. Thank you. Booger, booger, booger. <laughs> booger, booger, funny word. Anyways, do you want to know the special of the day? Yes, please. Okay, we have mushy, mushy carrots <laughs> with sliced up hot dogs and ketchup on side. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds really yeah. good. Uh, do you, how, now, how is the uh, hot dog prepared in that dish? We cut it for you so you don't have to have a knife. It's boiled hot dog. It's yum yum. And uh, is the is it? <laughs> do you do you still serve the mashed goop? Everything is mashed goop, yo. Oh, okay. I was thinking. What do you have else. to drink? Pepsi and whiskey. Oh. Okay. Nice. So like I so it's like separately or like together? Always together. Always together. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll have I'll have one of those. Uh, yeah, a a pitcher well. for the table. Oh yeah, yeah please. Great. A pitcher for the table. Are you gonna be Two able to carry that? Two pitchers for the table. Two pitchers for the table. No no one one pitcher. One Two pitcher. Pitchers. Two pitchers for the table for these guys. <sighs> God damn it. This this little boy's gonna We're piss gonna me off. We're gonna have to get an Uber. Yeah. Definitely. Do you want a second um, to look at the menu while I get those three pitchers? Yeah. Uh, well, can we put in an order? Did you guys want to order an appetizer? Yeah, I'm going to get the, the mashed peas. We're Ooh. out of mashed peas today. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I mean, uh, what else do you have? Can I, can I, well, can my, I'm sorry. Can I order the uh, the fruit snacks with uh, the the oh, goldfish? Is that a cell phone? Hmm? Can I play a game on it? Yeah, you can play a game on the cell phone. Just don't press anything else. Okay, but let me play a game on it. Okay, here, play the game. Okay, you guys look oh, at the I, menu. I have a few options for that. Are you feeling lucky? Song <laughs> Is that your supervisor? Which one you Sorry, guys, my supervisor's calling. I'll be right back. Okay. Guys, I think I'm going to order the fruit snacks with the goldfish uh, crumbles. Yeah, I think I'm going to get the veggie sticks. Hmm, sounds good. I think I'm going to get the dino nuggets. That's my personal favorite. Uh, that sounds good, yeah. with extra ketchup. Always extra ketchup. There's no other way to eat them. I think everything comes with the Flintstone vitamin. Yeah, everything does. You get Flintstone vitamin mm-hmm. with every with every order. With every order? Okay. Yeah. Can we choose a flavor? Yeah, it's red or purple. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with purple. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah, purple's good. Um, okay, guys. Yeah. I'm back. Sorry about that. My boss was mad at me. Why? What? You didn't do anything wrong. You've been wonderful. I spilled the beans. Aww. You didn't, you didn't spill the beans on my phone, did I you? I spilled the beans. Oh, I lost your phone. Where's my phone? I don't know. Do you guys want to uh, order? What? That's expensive. Do you guys want to order? Yeah, we want to order it. Are you going to find my phone? Move past it. <laughs> I mean, I'll move past it, but I want to know. You know I want you my take phone that back. You risk when you give out your phone. What do you want to eat? Really your fault. Oh, sorry, I forgot your appetizer. Your like free with a bread bowl you get at every other restaurant. We have hand spaghetti. Ooh. You eat it with your hands. Yummy. That sounds really that sounds good. Very it's good. saucy. Very artistic. Mmm. Yum. That sounds messy. I'm going to do the veggie sticks with the purple Flintstones vitamin. Do gummy or not gummy vitamin? Uh, not gummy. The the chalky kind. I'll give you one of each. Stick- 
Yeah, I would love that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll take the fruit snacks with the goldfish crumbles, uh, medium rare. And uh, let me get the red the Flintstone vitamin. And, and give me my phone back. Move past it. Uh, what would you like? I'm going to get the dino nuggets with extra ketchup. Okay, okay. Got it, got it. Um, and would you guys like a Westerwant mama? What's a restaurant mama? She's a mama that wipe your face. She come to your table. She wipe your face. She she rub you down. She do the airplane spoon. Yes, yes. Oh, is that her over there? I think she. I think she's breastfeeding another customer. Yeah, that's her. We have a bunch in the back. Oh. Yeah, we'll we'll take a mama. Is that extra? No, it's complimentary mama. Just if some people are creeped out by it. Yeah, no, I I can see that. Um, she she's she'll change my diaper, right? No, she will not change your dipo. You have to change your own dipo. Jeez. All right. She'll breastfeed you. She will breastfeed me, though. There's a place down the street where they'll change your dipo. Oh, is that Donna's? Yeah, it's Donna's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard about them. She's not yeah. allowed in here anymore. She's not allowed. Is that, is that, I guess that's where the fish and jelly comes from. Yeah, that's... The changing of the diapers. She drives by every day and slaps a fish covered in jelly on our front window. You guys ever tried jellyfish at Donna's? It's really good. Oh, have to try that. Okay, well, I'll be right back with your orders. Sorry I've been hanging out here so long. I know you guys are hungry. All right, go get my phone. Move past it. Move past it. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are really going to like the Table Mama experience. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Uh, I didn't know that we were going to get a show. Hey, did you guys order a mama? I'm the mama. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm okay, the mama. Uh, yeah, we ordered, we ordered already. Well, here I am. I'll sit quietly until you need me. Uh, okay. Uh, it's interesting that the uh, mamas have the baby voice, too. It's just deeper. I guess they talk to you in a baby voice. I re- Excuse me, yeah. ma'am. I can hear you. I'm sitting at the table with oh, you. I'm I will so, just explain I'm so myself. I'm 60 yes. years old. I have a little bit of a speech impediment. <laughs> uh, I just happen to talk like a baby a little bit, but move past it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so this, this mama has the same catchphrase as the baby. Yeah, that's the catchphrase at Gaga Land Food for Babies. <laughs> move past it. <laughs> mama, do you know how to say... Mary had a little lamb on her leg that was named Larry. I won't be exploited. I'm here to to fly spoons into your mouth and wipe you down after the meal. Oh, you you do get wiped down after the meal. We get wiped down. That's awesome. That's good. Amanda, I'm so glad you took us here. Yeah, just the faces. But I'll also take your hands and I'll, I'll rub them. I'll rub the hands and clean them with a wet nap. You'll what? You'll do what to our hands? Wipe down your hands. Uh, Are you going to be able to blow my big schnoz? I'll get you a big schnoz. You have a booger right now. Let me get that for you. (laughs) I feel like all we've been doing is getting each other's boogers. (laughs) It's cold in here. A lot of runny noses. A lot of cayenne pepper. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you guys do that on purpose. It improves the experience. Don't ask questions. Move past it. I was making an observation, Amanda. I'm used to being at this restaurant. Amanda, what do you like to get here? What's your favorite dish? 
Well, uh, the Dino Nuggets. I mean, I'm all about those. You know, it's all that ketchup that helps a lot. Um, I also like the Cheerios occasionally. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. We had an emergency. Oh, no. What happened? Oh, boy. We, all the beans spilled. I spilled some, and then the rest of the babies in the back spilled some more. So there's a bean flood happening. You have to go. Oh, so you don't mean There's a flood of beans? Yeah, it's, it's going to be beans. breaking down the door any second now. Just a flood of beans. Oh my god! Oh my god! Let me call. Let me call nine one one. It's oh, okay. It always phone. happens. It always <laughs> happens. No, but this time it's more serious. It's more serious than ever. We, you gotta go. Oh, uh, Big Mama, should we leave or no? Guys, I think that they're kicking us out because we made fun of Big Mama's speech impediment. Let's get out of here while we can before we offend more people. Yeah. Look, I'm still sitting here at the table. I can hear every word you're saying. I'm so sorry. Just quit being so Mama, non-confrontational. Mama, we're uh, Mrs. Big Mama, are you, are you, is there really a bean flood? Or are you kicking us out because you're offended? There's not really a bean flood, but you do have to go. Aww. You do have to go. Oh, Mrs. Big Huge Mama, we're so sorry that we offended you. It's just Mrs. Big Mama, not Big Huge Mama. Mrs. Big Huge Gigantic She's Mama. She's going to get offended even more. You guys really oh, embarrassed Mrs. me at my favorite restaurant. Let's get out of here. Trouble with normal. Trouble with yeah, normal. Um, this was the first time any of us had watched this show, I think. And yeah. it uh, has uh, Paige Brewster starring in it as well as John Cryer. Now, for the listeners who don't know who those people are, can you describe them? <laughs> Cryer is the, uh, he's the brother on Two and a Half Men. Brother to Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes. I don't know much about him besides Two and a Half Men, but now Trouble with Normal, which came out, I think, in 2000, yeah, 2000 to 2001. It's uh, just regular sitcom, uh, you know, very staged sets. Mm-hmm. And it seems to revolve around a relationship of these four guys and their friendship with each other and relationship to a few girls on the show, kind of. I mean, it's just like, it's like Big Bang Theory is the impression I got. This is how, yeah. this is how I'll describe it. It's like... They were trying really, really hard to be friends, and the execution was more like a satirical episode of Always Sunny. It, it was like they're you, they're really trying to focus on the friendships, um, but man, was it corny. Here is what I think they did wrong here, and why it didn't quite play. They had uh, too many wise guys and too many dumb guys. And David Crummel, who Mike. looks like Fred Savage a lot. Or people compare him to Fred Savage. Who was in um, Harold and Kumar? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so no... Yeah, he was he was horrible in that role. Yeah. And I like him usually in his like little cameo appearances in movies. Really, all I can think of right now is Harold and Kumar, but he's in a lot more than that. Ten Things I Hate About You. Uh, okay, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. yeah, it's like modern day Taming of the Shrew. Like, I think that the character is supposed to be super awkward. He's in over his head with the with the girl in this episode. So he's in with a really attractive girl in this episode. I imagine she's not in every episode, but I have no idea. Um, I think it's one of those George Costanza type things. Um, just a passing relationship that happens. Passing relationship, episodes. you know, yeah. just random girlfriend. You just assume, oh, okay, they've been dating for a bit. Actually, they mentioned that was their 11th date on the 11th episode of the show. Coincidence? I think not. Um, but yeah, he was just super awkward. He really, it was like, he's not being an awkward person. He, the actor himself was being super awkward the whole time. Mm -hmm. 
And this is Bob and Kristen, that whole uh, love dynamic, uh, which uh, really is not layered at all. Um, and uh, I would love to just break down this episode start to finish. Um, it's very compelling uh, watching this happen. First, we begin with some aggressive rumba music to start. At first I thought it was jazz after listening to it a few times. It is uh, not aggressive jazz, it's just rumba. Um, so that's the transition music. Thank you. Thank you for... I was trying to describe the music, and I wanted to say jazz. I was like, funky jazz, rumba music. I think, I think that's, that's the way... Maybe salsa. Maybe I, could salsa. Listen to, I could listen to rumba. Yeah. I mean, that was, it was good music. It's just like every show from that period, I feel like, had that music. Yeah, and I think you know? that it, the volume was cranked up so much more for the music than in any other scenes. It just was suddenly... They that. wake you up in between the scenes yeah. where you fall asleep with the rumba. <laughs> it's intense. Um, but wait, can yeah, so it's like, it, hey, keep watching. It starts off with just a bunch of people meeting in a bookstore, which that's I thought true. was strange. That was strange. It was like one guy's finishing his date at the bookstore, and like that's where they ended up. They're splitting up for the night, and then like he's like, okay, bye, and then walks three steps to the right. <laughs> There's a table of books, and all his friends happen to be there at this bookstore. Well, you know, in the year 2020, bookstores are a bit of a thing of a past. Are we maybe? Um, did we miss the period in time where bookstores were like a good hangout spot to intercept your friend as they're coming off of a of an average date? Yeah, hey, meet me at the bookstore. I, mean, I, <laughs> like, I feel like they were. Um, I feel like a lot of people in that time would date in Barnes and Nobles, like coming out of class, studying together, meeting people there. Yeah, like for some reason, thing. when you're 17 years old, going to Barnes and Noble on a date is actually a thing. Yeah, that's true. It's actually a thing. I mean, you, you think that you're so sophisticated for going on this date. Looking back, it's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Look, every time I see a Barnes and Noble now, I still go in it. Mm -hmm. Every yeah. time. I yeah, do the definitely. same thing that I did definitely. when I was 13. I go straight for the anime section, then slowly move my way back to the adult section. <laughs> I go straight to Starbucks and then move my way to like sci fi. <laughs> nice. I like that transition. Are there Starbucks in Barnes and Nobles? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, the one I went to had one. Yeah, I see them all. So it's like, so it's like Target. Just like Target. And it's a great place for it too. It's the smartest thing they ever did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Glad they yeah, finally so, started getting anyway. my emails. I mean, I I also like to tell people I met someone at Barnes and Nobles rather than like at a bar. I feel like back in the day, like that's yeah. what I would rather do. You know. Yeah, so yeah. then what we're talking about is a bunch of dudes just being creepy at a bookstore, like trying to pick up women. Yeah, like, yeah and these are actually the creepiest dudes you could think of in this show. Yeah, they are all like very the four hunched creepiest over. Individuals. All of them are hunched over. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and John Cryer looks insane in it. He does. John Cryer looked absolutely insane. His character does do some really strange things in this show. Um uh, he pulls a total power move with the FBI lady. Um, he memorizes her business card and then tears it up in front of her. You can't just breeze past FBI lady. Oh, oh yes, there is an <laughs> FBI lady. Yeah, there's an FBI lady. lady. Yeah, there's an FBI um, lady. Yeah, yeah, there's this, there's this uh, love interest for John Cryer. Her name is Dora. She's an FBI agent. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, that's the whole, the whole gimmick is that he's trying to be normal around her because he thinks he's under investigation instead of going on casual dates with this lady, which also scares him. Um, Did you guys find it strange that this lady's trying to find out so much about him, and now there's a show called Dora the Explorer? <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> That's where they got together. the idea. John Cryer's character, what was his name, Jake? 
I forget his name. Oh. But, I mean, this is, like, the Zach. ultimate... Zach. Zach Mangoes. Zach is the ultimate narcissist. Um, the Dennis, if you will, uh, if we're talking about Always Sunny, if you can compare it to that. And, I mean, I, I think that's a funny... Uh, angle there is that this guy thinks that the FBI agent is trying to investigate him. Like, why? Why is he? What does he investigate? Well, what makes your life so you interesting? You see his house. His his like living room literally had like red fireman lockers in it, and then he was surrounded by just electronics everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's like, I guess some kind of hacker computer guy wannabe maybe who thinks that the FBI is after him. It was crazy. Yeah, it was really strange. He, he had, had to invite left- his friends over to help him stage a picture of his mom so he could prove he had a mom. Like they right. they picked out yeah. some random picture and framed it of a woman, and then as soon as his date, the FBI agent comes over, they're like, "Look, this is his mother!" and show like shove the picture in her face. Yeah, the red lockers were jarring. They were jarring. The red- you couldn't not focus <laughs> on them. I guess on a scale of one to normal, Amanda, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with really normal like i was hoping for some abnormal show us the trouble with normal i'm gonna go this this was a fairly normal show for the time hate to say it just true i agree (laughs) i'm i'm also picking just super duper normal like they tried to be outside the box they weren't at all you know maybe they didn't try to be outside the box maybe they were just following the formula but like you know you get a show you're you're putting that up against shows like malcolm in the middle you know what i mean Mm. Like Malcolm in the Middle? Come on, Malcolm in the Middle was way more innovative than mm, this. We should do Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, I is that enough of daytime? I don't know that it is daytime. It, it does only play so, during the day, I thought. I don't think it plays at all anymore. Oh, man. Maybe it does. It has yeah, to. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle was like way ahead of its time. It was oh, so funny. Love me some Frankie. Yeah. Love you some Frankie. Um, Who doesn't? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give this one a norm. Because uh, it reminds me of a guy named Norm, you know? What are you going to get from him? You, uh, you, you want him to be at least interesting. There is only not... one Norm I know, and that's McDonald. Mm. And I barely know the guy. Yeah, that's true. He, and he's complex. Indeed. He's a very complex individual. Uh-huh. Um, so it does, that doesn't fit. But I'm thinking of a guy named Norm. Uh, he's just like, eh, blah, you know, he, maybe he tries to be like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Oh, look at, look at my mother. Like, like, cool, dude, you're not crazy or anything. He's trying to play the whole crazy thing. Like, that's cool. Nah, it's nothing. Norm, we're not buying it. We're not buying it. All right. Ready for another game, guys? Ready for another game. Ready for another game. Game time. Game, 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 game. All right, now it is time for our next game, which we call Best Worst. The game where someone's best experience becomes their worst, and their worst experience their best. And the story can change at any time. Anytime, anytime, anytime. In this game, one person will tell a true story, while the others interrupt them with best or worst to affect the outcome. And the story will end when one of the listeners says so. So, So Amanda. Yeah. Want to hear about something here? Okay. Um, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. I need to hear. I need to hear about the worst job interview you ever oh, had. Oh boy. Okay. Well. Uh, first of all, woke up late for this job interview. Completely forgot about it. Um, I was in college, been partying the night before. Blah blah blah. So I, uh, you know, overslept. Best. Overslept. Um, sorry. Did you say something? Best. Oh well. Uh, 
Good news, though. Uh, turns out the interviewer was running late, too. So I ended up being there way before them. Uh, looked really good. You know, they, they came in. They were like, oh, gosh, sorry, I'm late. I'm like, oh, it's, it's no big deal. I, I've uh, been waiting here a while, but that's just fine. You know, Worst. already start off on a good foot. But little did I realize that they actually preferred it if I was a little bit fashionably late. They thought that it showed that I was a little too eager to get this job. So automatically I was deducted some points right there. So uh, and then uh, they start asking me questions and I'm totally choking. You know, first question, how are you? I'm like, um, kind of sick actually. Um, but they said, oh, you've been out late partying, haven't you? Well, that's great because we got a good party culture here at a uh, here at Donna's, um, you know, Donna's restaurant. We love it when people show up a little bit late, kind of hungover. So uh, you're, you're going to fit right in here if that's, a, if that's how you're doing today. I'm like, oh, well, swell. Worst. Um, but uh, you see, then I threw up. Uh, I didn't realize just how hungover I was. Puked all over the interviewing table. And that was a little bit too much of the party vibe. They, Best. Uh, but you know what? The good news is that they thought it was really cool um, that I took the initiative to clean up my own vomit immediately, as you, as, you know, I consider polite. So they said, you know, you got some good cleaning skills there. You know, we do have a janitorial opening. And Worst. I said, that's not going to work for me. Um, I came here to be the manager of Donna's restaurant and uh, I uh, can't believe you would insult me with something as, as low as, uh, well, I mean, not to insult janitors. Janitors do a great job, but it just wasn't, wasn't my vocation. It wasn't my vocation. And, uh, but I appreciated that they could see so much in me, so much potential, so many different things. And I said, you know, if you can see how many skills I demonstrate between projectile vomiting and cleaning it up immediately and partying so late that I end up coming in late for this interview, then just just imagine what kind of things I can do for Donna's restaurant. And you know what? They applauded. Worst. They applauded. Um, but little did I realize that applause at Donna's restaurant signifies <laughs> sarcasm. So uh, they told me to leave immediately. They didn't and. want to see me anymore. Uh, and that is how I totally failed to get a job at a really bad restaurant. Wow. Well, you probably shouldn't have puked on the table. Yeah, that was, I think, the, the, you know, you thought, you would think that would be the nail in the coffin for me, but they wanted to keep interviewing me after that. It was only when I started to, you know, give my speech that they said, get this broad out of here. She's not a good fit. (laughs) Yeah, they thought, they probably thought that was a little too pretentious. I think they really liked, I think they really liked, uh, the vomit, you you coming in being very humble. Yes, the vomit made me down to earth. The speech made me a terrible interviewee, apparently. Well, you do give a lot of speeches. I do. It's true. You have your pedestal and you are I not afraid to I carry a soapbox around with me just in case I need mm-hmm. to stand up on it. <laughs> um, hey, Nick. Nicholas. Hey, what's Nick. up? Hi. Nicholas. <laughs> Hi, Nick. <laughs> um, I want to hear about your best childhood hero. Oh, my childhood hero? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, you'd think it would be Superman or Batman, but it was uh, someone a lot closer to home. It was uh, my neighbor, Norm, actually. You brought up Norm earlier. Norm is my, uh, he's the guy that I'm looking up to the most uh, every day. I would, when I was a kid, of course, this has all changed over time, but um, he... Uh, Worst. I, I would see him out in his backyard every day, and he would have his axe, and he'd uh, he'd be chopping up wood, but... And like that to me was like, yeah, man, this is the guy, you know, this is, this is what I want to be this guy chopping wood, working hard. But every once in a while, uh, a gerbil or something would slide oh across God. his axe handle and he would chop him off. And like, 
It was uh, pretty traumatizing at the time. Best. Best. Um, but he would chop up the gerbil, and then he would create a little gerbil coffin, and he'd put it in it, and he'd bury him. And he had a little, like, cute little graveyard of just, uh, you know, like he was humane about the burial rites, you know? He really cared for the gerbils. He had a little gerbil graveyard back there. Only gerbils. A lot of other animals slid across, but he wouldn't chop them. Just the gerbils. So, I mean, I appreciated that about him for sure. Worst? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, then, uh, but then one day he did start chopping up other animals. Oh and that was, that was, you know, the last straw for me with this guy i kept seeing it and it, it was freaking me out and i mean maybe i shouldn't have been peeping on him you know but you see a guy chopping up animals in the backyard as a little kid you're not gonna not watch and um <laughs> yeah he would uh he he, he it, it traumatized me my sister my sister had to go to therapy for years because of this Best. um but she turned out you know she it really things really turned around for her um she got a job at a bank so now she's touching money all the time, which she loves. Worst. Uh, but she gets sick from touching money all the time because mm-hmm. it's money. It's in everybody's pockets. Uh, she's actually in the hospital right now uh, with a money infection. Um, so I need to go. I got to. Best. Uh, but she, you know what? What? She likes being infected. So I'm happy for her. You know, it's, it's at least she's getting what she likes, uh, which is infections. Um, and. And, you know, I, I hope she does better, but I'm not counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story, a- man. Yeah, I wish I, I wanted to know more about your superhero uh, childhood hero there, but I'm glad that I learned about your sister, too. And your, your animal-murdering neighbor. Yeah, I really, I really looked up to that guy. <laughs> Why was it only gerbils for so long? That's what he had. That's what he had. You act like you have more animals than gerbils. Well, it just—it doesn't seem like. A, did he like? It, were they his pet gerbils? Were they gerbils in the natural environment? They were town gerbils. Oh. The mayor paid for them. <laughs> See, I was picturing that they were crawling out of his ass and then just like crawling up his sleeve, and then he was just finding them as he was chopping and he's wood, just and he was so like, oh, irritated shit. by all these gerbils coming out of his ass and he's chopping them up. <laughs> There's too many gerbils that cow needs to make sure they don't get back in his ass. Mm-hmm. I also like to imagine that, like, for years, it was only gerbils, and then one day he just breaks, and he just has to cut up one of these squirrels. You know, I didn't like... He's been avoiding for I years. I didn't like that that's where I went with it, but it's just what came out, you it's know? It's just what happened to <laughs> you, just, was, in truth. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's, this is a true story. That's intense. Um, wow. I hope your, mom, your sister's okay. She'll be all right. She always <laughs> has some sort of infection. She loves it. It's like a hobby. I called her up the other day. I was like, what are you doing for quarantine? She's like, I'm trying to get infections. <laughs> if I'm going to be infected, a money infection probably is the one I want. Yeah, what kind of infection is that? Is that where you have too much money and therefore you have an infection? Because I want that. You wish. It's where your pee burns and your skin gets rashy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It is It is misleading. <laughs> yeah, it's very misleading. Everyone's like, I want this money infection. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah, it should be called the Itchy Rashy. I don't want that. Uh, okay. Well, Stephen, have you been to Vegas before? Yeah, I have. Well, uh, I'd love to hear about your worst Vegas trip. Oh, my worst Vegas trip. Um, well, I get to Vegas, and I'm initially, immediately bombarded by these limo drivers. They just want to shove these this free limo 
uh, ride in my face. Hey, we'll drive you anywhere you want. Just get in. And it's, you know, it's crazy um, how they, you know, so eventually, yeah, I say yes. What am I going to do? I'm getting my third or fourth limo driver. I, eventually, I say yes. All right, I'll get in the limo. Um, and, of course, they take me to a strip club where, you know, I, I spend so much Best. money. Uh, but um, I, I like being broke, you know. <laughs> um, I spent all of my money. Um, I got the best lap dances you've ever had. Worst. Um, I'm looking at, I'm looking at my buddy. He's looking at me, until he's not. You know, I, I'm, I'm look, I, I look up at my friend uh, from the uh, the bosom that my face was currently uh, embedded in, and he's not there. Where is he? I have best. no idea where my friend went. But turns out, he fell in love with a stripper, and that's where he met his bride. He ended up, uh, you know, meeting her parents. They loved him, so they hired him. Worst. Turns out they both work at NASA. Uh, but then they got him involved in all these crazy experiments. Uh, they wanted, they're pre- preparing him to fly to Mars tomorrow, which is crazy. Tomorrow. Uh, the, wow. Tomorrow. He's got to go to Mars tomorrow, um, unfortunately. And, and he's, you know... He goes to Mars tomorrow, uh, but it turns out that uh, actually he went into a time machine instead of a rocket ship, so now it's today again. So that's how that story ends. Wow. What a ride. Wow, that got really science fiction-y really fast. You have a crazy life. Crazy Vegas trip, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was a wild Vegas trip. That was wild, yeah. There was time machines. Uh, there was uh, NASA workers. They, they sounded kind of shady. I don't know. I was really um, surprised to hear that your worst Vegas trip starts with a free limo ride to an <laughs> awesome strip club. If that's your worst yeah, you, Vegas trip, I, I want to know about the best <laughs> next time. Yeah, I was I was telling kind of a true story. Nick knows that, but... Um, I was I was gonna go with I was gonna go in the I lost my friend route. I thought that would have been funny. I was trying to play well, that. Then you got on the space route, which wait, I wait I got is on the Nick space the one that's go, that is went in the time machine instead of going to Mars? Yeah, that's the true part yeah. of the story. Wow, Nick, you've been holding out on us. <laughs> yeah, in, in the time that we've been recording, he's gone and come back. Well, congratulations on your awesome relationship. Yeah, the future with a is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, where's my phone? Is that, is that the baby? Where's Who my phone? Passed it. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a great story. Thank great you for story. sharing, uh, Amanda. You. I want to hear about. Um, tell me about some car problems you had. Oh boy, uh, I got some car problems. <laughs> it's been a real issue. I'll, I'll tell you about uh, my last car that I had, which of course was a semi truck, um, and uh, it was a trucker out on the open road, love nothing more, but boy, did I hate having all these car problems with it. Um, uh, one thing I always forgot to do was change the oil, which you think I'd know to do as a professional trucker, but well, what can I say? Terrible at that. So uh, I end up breaking down. Uh, smoke is coming out of the engine like you would not believe. Best. Um, but fortunately, uh, I uh, did have a fire extinguisher ready to go, so just uh, kicked open that hood, um, uh, just uh, threw on some... Um, fire extinguisher dust and uh everything was fine so and uh and then right away uh uh, some guy pulls over the side of the road is like hey uh i want to kill you 
And I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to be murdered on the side of a road thinking I'm about to get some help with my car trouble. This is a terrible situation. Um, so I run back into the cab of the car, roll up the windows, uh, get my uh, handy dandy um, uh, uh, crowbar. I'm looking for the gun that I usually keep in my glove compartment. Best. And I find it, thank God, uh, fully loaded. I stick the, the gun muzzle out the window and say, hey, uh, I'm going to kill you before you kill me. Shoot the guy. Uh, and then I realize that I am now the murderer. No one's going to believe that uh, this guy pulled over wanting to kill me. They're going to think that he came to my aid and that I am a murderer. Best. So, um, But I was able to get away with it because you know what? I think on my feet first. And... and uh, I, mean, I don't want to tell you where he's buried. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should. We, we get that. Probably shouldn't yeah, have probably, talked probably. about this experience on a podcast <laughs> streaming yeah, a million. Yeah, because I get it. I mean, you were on listeners. the side of the road. Your engine's done. This is probably was, a guy trying to help you. It was self-defense. And then you murdered him. It was self-defense. Did he even actually say he was going to kill you? He I, did. He said some things. It was some <laughs> it's kind an implication. Of, it was, there was an implication there. He might have not yeah, spoken like English, but that's what I understood. Yeah, it sounds like you were just spooked into killing somebody. Well, <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. We've been there. We've been there. It's a terrifying situation. <laughs> so, Nick, I'd love to hear about uh, your uh, worst stepsister. Oh. Your least favorite stepsister, if you will. No, worst was right. Okay, this is my worst stepsister by far. As you guys know, I have a lot of stepsisters. Only stepsisters. Odd. Mm-hmm. odd mm-hmm. but this one was the worst like i would just be hanging out in my room and she would just barge in and just start screaming at the top of her lungs she was the same age as Best. me um but you know what it was fine because i had headphones on usually most of the time and i would be turned the other way so like half the time i wouldn't hear it so it was like i got used to that pretty quickly like it's like some things you can move past worst. but uh, every time we'd go down for breakfast in the morning, I would have my plate of eggs, and she would just hawk loogie right in my plate. Every time. Ugh. Every time. It was disgusting. We would get in these constant arguing battles every day. I had to start skipping breakfast. Like, I couldn't eat it. She would always do it while uh, her dad, not my dad, was turned away. <laughs> so, you know. Best. Uh, um, but oh, one time he did catch her doing that. And I was like, finally, it's going to end. It's like, no more spitting the eggs. Worst. Maybe no more screaming. But of course, there was way more screaming and more spitting the eggs. He was a very uh, non-attentive father. My mother was always out on business. So you know how that is. So I was mostly raised by him during these years. Best. Uh, but he'd take me go-kart racing, which I really cared about. And when you're going go-karting, uh, you can look past a lot. You know, Especially if you're going go-karting with the frequency I was go-karting. I mean, I, I could have gone pro. I could have gone pro. I was getting looked at by colleges all across the country. Worst. Um, None of them decided to give me a scholarship, so I had to pay my way to these colleges off my janitor work that I was doing at the time. I was cleaning mortuaries. Um, So, yeah, I had to, like, I had to clean up a lot of mortuaries, a lot of blood, guts, best. Best. Um, But I loved it. I really loved it. I would go home every night just smelling like corpses. Um, which was not good for the ladies, but at that time, wasn't interested. I was only 12 years old, just a regular boy cleaning up mortuaries, just trying to go to school for go-karting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I thrived in that environment. I quickly worked my way up the mortuary chain ladder, and eventually, you know, they decided to give me a scholarship. Um, so I got a scholarship for mortuary cleaning, uh, U of A, uh, so I got to go in full scholarship. I would do my course load during the day. Worst. Um, at night, I would have to clean up 
corpse blood, but also animal uh, piss and shit. Because it was a mortuary slash um, shelter for dogs. Oh, and you, you didn't like the dogs. Part. I didn't like the dogs part of it at There's all. The human so corpses. yeah, I mean, it was like I was fine. Like you know, I accepted the scholarship knowing there would be some things that maybe I didn't like so much about it. You know, that's like with any school, but dog piss and shit is where I crossed the line. Best. Um, but it grew on me. It grew on me. I ended up getting uh, a bunch of dogs in my little studio apartment in college, and I let them piss and shit all over the place. And like, I preferred it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, eventually, I lost the scholarship. Uh, and? But that's what I wanted. Was I, I, at that point, I had moved past, like, really wanting to do this professionally. It was a passion, and I figured I could really only achieve that on my own. All right. This has been the Working From Home podcast. We are Steve, Summer, Nick, and Amanda with special guest John Goodman. Did you guys like that? <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Okay. That was a good call. Yeah, if good. you like today's keep episode, keep please subscribe, rate, and share. If you didn't like it, go outside, find a hornet's nest, rub yourself in Vaseline jelly, belly flop the hornet's nest, and kiss your sister. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, we will see you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.